Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, say can see. If you're an American and you're professing to be a Christian, well, of course, as American citizens, what we want is accountable leadership. Why don't we throw in a constitution so they know what's in that? Get engaged in the political process. You, my friend, are part of the problem and not the solution. The church needs to rise, rise. Welcome back to the Monica Matthew Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. The church needs to rise and compassionate, right? Compassion is something that I think is very easy for us to lose sight of in this day and age of lawlessness abounds. You have vaccination passports. You have a sham of a straw administration going on right now in the White House. Nobody really knows who's in charge of what. Uh, just a lot of lawlessness abounding. And what does the word tell us about that, you guys? It tells us that in the latter days, men's hearts will fail them and they will wax cold due to lawlessness. One area that we cannot afford to ever wax cold uh, in is regarding our babies. That is an area of life to me that is very important as a mother, also a minister. Um, as we know, we have an invasion occurring right now on our border. I don't say that lightly. I don't say that hyperbolically. Our borders are down, uh, particularly on our southern border in southern Arizona. There's a lot going on there, and our children are the number one casualty of what's occurring there. And I realize that for a lot of you that I hear from, it's overwhelming, You and you're overwhelmed because you don't know what to do. And it's a big elephant. And what do you do with elephants? You you tackle that sucker one bite at a time. And someone who has been gnawing at this elephant, elephant and taking it on head on is uh, someone I would now consider a friend, someone who is definitely a national hero for all of us and to all of us, with regarding our children especially. Craig Sawman Sawyer, former member of SEAL Team 6, fighting international terrorists, uh, founder of Vets for Child Rescue, is joining me today to talk about not only his documentary called Contraland, which was extraordinarily uh, emotional for me to watch, and I highly encourage you guys to to lay your eyes on this for a number of reasons that we'll discuss today, but also I want to talk about what's going on at our border so that we're not overwhelmed, but we're informed and we know what to do. Craig, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me on, Monica. I look forward to the chat. Yeah, so, you know, I got to tell you, um, in one article, you guys are quoted as saying that at the end of every one of these sting operations, because you partnered with federal and local law enforcement agencies in in southern Arizona uh, to document sex sting operations to root out predators in your documentary, Contraland. And in that, you guys are quoted as saying that at the end of every arrest, you guys hugged each other to kind of, you know, wash off the debris of the filth that you felt yourself surrounded by. And I got to tell you, I, I felt like I needed a hug <laughs> on my own, in my own living room at the end of every <laughs> arrest because it was so 
moving and, and stirring and very disturbing by how close people are in proximity to our babies. Talk to us a little bit about Contraland and the impetus and, you know, how all of that unfolded. Yeah, we went across the country running operations in several different states, coast to coast. And uh, it was like you said, law enforcement realized through it that uh, the predators were hunting their own children, too. And they didn't realize how many were in their own hometown, how prevalent and pervasive this problem is. But I decided to film Contraland out of practical necessity to alert the American populace to this highly, highly protected, if you will, mm-hmm. crime spree. It's it's so covered. It enjoys so much top cover by the media. They, they don't expose it. They don't empower we the people about it. And I realized that that's what makes it so successful. Right. And, and so easy for the predators to stalk and sell and destroy our children. A lot of these children are tortured to death. I mean, this is the absolute frontline clash between the forces of good and evil. The children are right at the front lines of it. And it's, for some of these creepy weirdos, it is a spiritual thing. They believe that Satan or Moloch or Baal, whatever mm-hmm. ancient gods they're into with their particular cult, uh, would have them destroy and specifically to de- to defile God's most precious and innocent, which are the children. Right. And right. when I started learning about that from law enforcement uh, agents that were involved in some of these raids and recoveries about six years ago, I got my heart broken and I decided I had to throw my hat in the ring. This was going to become my new fight. So I filmed Contraland. It took us three years to film it just to alert the populace and show the American people what's going on, to empower them with the knowledge that we all deserve to know what's happening and how our children are being hunted down and, and destroyed in this massive industrial scale crime spree. I mean, imagine how much of this has to be going on to generate 38 to $50 billion a year inside the United States. That's bigger than all pro sports combined. You so said thirty to fifty we, billion dollar industry. Thirty eight to fifty billion. Wow. So the, I, I'm very uh, disgusted at the mainstream news media for not hammering on this and making sure we all are very aware of it. So that's why I filmed Contraland. Mm-hmm. Every can watch. Everybody can watch it for free, and I urge them to do so at contralandmovie.com. It aired to 90 million households on Daystar Network in July, and we're looking to get it up on other networks. Amazon Prime denied uploading it. Uh, it was just happened to be the day that they decided n- to no longer um, accept documentary content. And so right, uh, we'll right. see where else we can air it. But I've spent some time in, in southern Texas and southern Arizona on the border running um, well, surveillance operations, the recon operations, observing and reporting groups that were coming across to Border Patrol and doing ride-alongs with different units in Texas as they would do the high-speed chases and interdict the, the illegal crossers. Okay. And uh, vehicle rollovers, rollovers and all this. We've seen a lot of activity in the last couple of weeks. It has been absolute invasion, and our law enforcement, Entities are exhausted. They're overwhelmed. They've been set up for failure by our traitors in D.C. who have have set all this up by sending the wrong message internationally that somehow we weren't going to defend our borders and, you know, uh, basically in 
an unofficial open invite for all comers. And when you don't have control of your borders, then you're going to get all comers. You're going to get ISIS, Al-Qaeda. You're going to get Chinese agents, Russian agents. Uh, can they bring across backpack nukes? Sure. Can they be super spreaders of, of highly infectious and, and immune-resistant diseases? Yes, they can, because you don't know who's coming across. You've got no control. So what is going on on our southern border is meant to demoralize and destabilize the United States. And uh, I won't try to go into everything yeah. I know about the, the global hostile intent, but a lot of people are figuring it out by now. Right. And it's just upsetting, you know, as a, as a patriot and a veteran to see our national defense right. mismanaged, grossly mismanaged in this, in this way. And uh, I don't think it's an accident. I think there have been some deals made with China right. to compromise the United States, and it's uh, very upsetting. Right. So demoralization and destabilization, two very important words. And I can tell you now from my, um, you know, thousands of followers across the states uh, and internationally even, Craig, you'd be surprised how many people are demoralized for us across the, across the globe because they're, they know what the implications are internationally as well on a geopolitical landscape. And so, yes, it is destabilizing. It is demoralizing. And something I want... You know, for me, having been a victim of of sexual um, uh, just mess uh, beginning in childhood uh, from strangers, you know, I wasn't trafficked, but uh, but it was you know it was soul crushing, and and that's exactly what happens to a child. One of our state legislators here, who was fighting this in the state of Georgia moons ago, that I assisted with on a hidden predator act that was ultimately. And it's still been torpedoed by Republicans in the state of Georgia, of all people. Uh, We've always had Democrat support for this legislation, but we have been very hard-pressed to get people off of the Boy Scouts of America boards and the Catholic Church uh, and other agencies uh, and institutions who have a lot to protect in the way of assets. Um, So it was very demoralizing to sit in judiciary hearings here at our state capitol across from men, grown men, who were supposed to be Christians and to protect our babies who were not interested in this level of legislation. And that the one, um, the one legislator used to say, it murders the soul of a child. And uh, that is exactly what happens. I can tell you it has been a lifelong effort of mine, along with the Lord, to reclaim and redeem my mind and my will and my emotions. And uh, by the by, the grace of God and by his mercy, I've been able to do so. And now you know, I like to partner with people like you to restore uh, lives. And, and I, I got to tell you, I'm curious, what, is, what has the church's response been to you uh, with ContraLand? <laughs> Pretty weak, <laughs> to be honest. Right. They, they'll say in private, hey, we're with you, Craig. You're doing God's work. We're so proud of you, but in public uh, or financially or inviting me to speak, they're very timid. And a lot of strong Christians are very critical of the the American church right now saying, hey, where are you? Where is your moral courage? Where are you standing up for what's right and condemning what's so clearly destructive? Right. And uh, how does God look upon that? You know, a friend of mine and I were talking last night and he's... uh, He's sharing with me videos of the 10% population in Egypt who are Christian. They are on fire for Jesus Christ like nobody I've ever seen. 
in the United States. They are maniacs for Jesus. <laughs> they are, <laughs> I love they are it. And if if more American churches were like that, I tell you, Monica, we would not be looking at the devastation yeah. and the and the demoralization and the de- decay yes. of the American culture that we are right, right. now. And okay. a lot of people, you know, it's not all on the church, but if the church sits on its hands and protects that 501c nonprofit status Amen. and doesn't speak the truth, then we get uh, slowly steamrolled by Absolutely. by the, the globalist, the godless Marxist uh, agenda that, that's got some of the world's most wealthy oligarchs pushing it upon the United States. And in their model, there is no Jesus Christ. There is no God. That's there right. is no family. And there is no American culture, Judeo-Christian values here. So everything that we hold precious and sacred is factually under assault, and it will not do to sit by silently and watch it happen. Right. No, I agree with that. And uh, yeah, again, I mean, it was it was extremely demoralizing to see men of of the faith, uh, at least self proclaimed, uh, stand in the way of legislation that that would have assisted and and afforded. Um, remedy in the way of civil remedy um, for adult victims of childhood sexual uh, predation and stood in the way of that. It was, um, and, and, you know, and it's, and we still don't have that passed. 38 other states around the country do, thanks be to God. But, and some people don't understand that, you know, it, it does. I'm glad you mentioned the financial component to this because, you know, I always get on to my fellow churchers about, you know, we're busy trying to save souls around the world and what we forget about is our own backyard. And I encourage, I mean, every one of my shows, I end with, you know, be good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror. And if you're an American, act like one. I've said that since I started on the air six years ago. And people are like, what does that mean? I'm like, exactly. We don't even know what it means to act like an American anymore. But part, <laughs> right? But part which is sad yeah. and an indictment on us, I believe, as a collective. But as an, as the church goes, a nation goes. And what's really sad is that when you have people out there like yourself – and others, you know, time, treasure, and talent. We have become so accustomed to tithing to newer, new, newer church buildings, to going overseas and and evangelizing. And I'm like, my God, we have we have more than enough children on the streets right now who need saving and evangelizing, who literally need to be taken off the streets. Um, but we turn our eyes, and I'm telling you, Craig, I don't think God's going to you know look too favorably upon us as a nation, as a body of his representation in the earth for doing that. So I encourage the church to support people like you and your efforts financially with time, treasure, and talent, as well as promoting. I think there's a lot of shame still around sexuality. And sadly, I think we have a lot of this crap going on in our churches that still kept on the hush-hush on the DL uh, pastors who are still messing with our kids, coaches. Um, I was shocked to see, and I think your audience was too in Contraland, to see how many people were in close proximity to their children um, who were yeah. trapped, right? I mean, that blew well, me Well, that's away. where the, the predators are very aggressive at seeking out those jobs that, that have uh, unsupervised access to their children. So right. they want to be coaches. They want to be... Um, Sunday school teachers. They want to be scout leaders because they want to be alone with the children and they abuse that public trust of those positions. And uh, I think God will judge them more harshly than even 
even other predators because they, they're not only destroying the children's lives, but they're destroying the public trust of uh, what, what used to be and should remain to be a very highly respected and appreciated positions. Yeah, amen. Uh, let me ask you something. What, what do you, why is this, why is the media so protective of this? Why is this such a protected industrialized, uh, you know, crime spree, as you called it? Why isn't well, there coverage? The, the reason that I see is you have to uh, release the focus on the camera and go back to the whole global view again. If you see the Marxist globalist agenda where there is no God, there is no moral, morality, really, the state is everything, then you could see why they want to break down our morality in every way that they can. Right. And some of it is spiritual for them. Some of it is financial. Some of it is political leverage. And the political leverage looks like people like Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell filming public officials and elected officials in mansions and on islands and uh, mm-hmm. and these parties doing God knows what with children. And then they own those officials and the officials work for them, do their bidding and not our bidding as American taxpayers and voters. Right. So if you all of them are. Child sex trafficking and the pedophilia that it, that it feeds is at the center of all of the corruption, whether it's the Mexican drug cartels or now the local gangbangers and MS-13, Crips and Bloods are all selling children instead of just dope and guns. Mm-hmm. And you've also got, um, oh, Harvey Weinstein and Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, people are beginning to learn more and more now that if you've got a child and she's he or she is a handsome young kid and they're going to be an actor or actress or a pop singer. They are absolutely going to be raped like there's no tomorrow every time they, the parent don't, turns their back on them and they go right. into, into a room with a casting couch or anything like that. Right. And, uh, and Silicon Valley's gotten to be that way instead of just ordering hookers and blow. Now they'll order children. For sex as well. Washington, D.C. is rampant with it. Look at Barney Frank running a boy's brothel out of his congressional office. I mean, unbelievable. and what happened to him? Hardly nothing. Right. So we, it's the rancid thread, if you will, Monica, mm-hmm. uh, pedophilia and child trafficking that connects all the different corrupt groups together. Okay. And if you combine that to their peers who happen to own all of the mainstream news media outlets, uh, and they're all of the same political worldview that the, there should be one world government. It should be a, a global Marxist model in which there's no God and no Judeo-Christian values. Then, the, then you can see why they would stifle this topic because right. they want it to destroy our next generation. They want it to demoralize and destabilize our populace for easy takeover. Right. And it's dark and it's ugly, but that's the truth. And most of your listeners, especially the ones that are more internationally traveled and highly educated in the intelligence community and so forth, they they a lot of them already understand. Right. And uh, but that's the way that it's going. That's what we're looking at, and that's why. And I believe we need to stand up and be bold and fight so hard and ask God to bless it because I don't think God wants this to happen to our beloved United States. I think I'd like to think that we were better than this. Right. And I'm fighting for all I'm worth to, to stop it. 
and yeah. uh, turn it back around and heal this thing, you know, bring the sunshine back out. Yeah, you absolutely are. And I, I love you for it. I'm very grateful to you for it. I know some people are like, okay, Craig's out there doing his thing. We can support him, but what can we do? What, what can we do? We've raised awareness, you know, but I got to tell you, Craig, in this, in, in this environment of this political upheaval, um, and dishevelment, if you will, people really want to know what the hell can we do? Like we, we get it. Like there's a lot going on and they're ready. Like they got their pitchforks. I mean, I've got to tell people, Hey, keep your guns and your guns safe. Like everyone take a breather and hit your knees first and pray. Right. But I've got folks out here just like, we're ready. And I'm like, well, ready for what? (laughs) So, so what is something, you know, that, that people can just something simple they can be on the lookout for in their own community, see something, say something, don't fall into shame. You know, if it's happened to your kids or it's in your community, you see it happening. I mean, give us, a couple of pointers that people feel like they can do something with. I'm glad you said hit your knees before I had to put it out. That's, <laughs> you know, in, a, in the SEAL team, if you're going to run a compass course, if you're going to navigate somewhere, it won't do any good to start off the wrong direction. You need, right. to, you need to do your, your map study first and, and understand where you need to go and what you need to do. So that's why we hit our knees first right. so that we do the right thing right. <laughs> right. And with the right direction. And so, when you begin to to attack with that knowledge, then you can yes you can uh, share things like contraland to everybody you know your senators, congressmen, big elected officials, public figures, the biggest mouths you know with the biggest reach. Let them know about it so that we've all been be fighting together. Um, hound your your elected officials for stronger legislation against this predation and stronger right. protections for their children. Uh, you can support Veterans for Child Rescue. You can go to vetsforchildrescue.org, donate to fund our missions to arrest more predators and rescue more children and alert the populace to a greater degree. And okay. buy merch there, proudly wear it, and give yourself another chance to alert people to what's going on there. Right. And uh, take your, your children's phones at night. That's a lot of time when they get into trouble is, the predators stalk the children through their phones, through apps, and pretending to be other children. So you need to let your child know that no matter what mistake they have may have made, they need to come to you at the earliest possible juncture, and that it'll be okay. Right. Uh, nothing's too bad for you to hear about. If they're in danger, you need to know and, and encourage your child. Have that talk with them. You can come to mommy or daddy, and we will help you. We will make you safe. Don't let anybody threaten you. And uh, take their, their phones at night and yeah. charge them in your master bedroom where the child doesn't have access to them. Because at night is when the predators stalk them the most. But they do do it throughout the daytime, too, if they have access to the children, especially with the children stuck at home with COVID. Mm-hmm. So those are some things Absolutely. that you can, you can really do. And go through your child's phone and make sure you know what apps they're using and if those apps are problematic and dangerous for them, like TikTok and some of these others right. that may uh, surreptitiously do you locating of your child and bring the predators right to them or facial recognition, the surreptitious video that the predators um, sell online. Let the children know that the predators pose as other children and uh, we'll begin sometimes sending them inappropriate pictures and asking for your child to reciprocate mm. and uh, sucker your child into um, a blackmail type of situation that's, that's very devastating. Some of these children kill themselves over it because they don't think uh, that they think it survive, yeah. you know, embarrassing themselves or yeah. dishonoring their family or, or something. So you know, 
empower the children, let them know that this goes on so that they're, they're aware of it and That's can good. avoid it. That's good. That's good. Uh, Craig Sawman Sawyer, you are one of my heroes. Thank you very much for joining us today. Tell us again where to go and watch Contraland. Yeah, go to ContralandMovie.com. Got it's, it. Uh, it's a high-quality doc. Watch it on a big t- TV with good sound. and uh, Yeah, and it, have your tissues. A li- <laughs> yeah, have, have a block, box of tissues, <laughs> but you will be in. You will be empowered for having seen it. Yes. And uh, you will be compelled to share it with others. And we, we, we thank you for it. Agreed. God bless you, sir. Thank you for all of your hard work. And you're welcome back anytime. You as well, Monica. Thanks, thank Craig. You. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Solid, solid man. What a job. And some of you are going to learn something watching that documentary that's going to blow you away. That happened in Craig's own personal life, uh, in his family. It was, um, it was shocking to me. Um, and just redemptive as all get out as the Lord moves. Cause you know, God's all about redemption. So listen, one way you can stop the enemy from making you feel overwhelmed by the wickedness around us is by understanding that whenever God reveals a thing, he's always revealing it for redemption, for redemptive purposes and for justice to be served. Okay. And it doesn't always feel that way, right? It's, it's important to, as well, I would encourage you to allow your kids probably that I'll leave this up to you but I was the mom who was not afraid to let my daughter watch something like this, probably beginning at the age of 12, 13, because I taught her about her own personal agency her entire life because I, my agency was stolen from me at a very, very, very young age. And so I never scared her with it. I never wanted her to hate men or be afraid of people, but I empowered her by letting her know that her body was hers. And that included her ears and her little eyes. And so whatever someone was showing her or if she was listening to something that I taught her to trust her instinct, her intuition, and God inside of her because I raised her in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. And with that, there's no fear. There's no fear of evil. When you're raising your children in the nurture and the admonition, you teach them to be wise as serpents and as gentle as doves, right? And so there's no fear of evil. So whenever you sit down with your children, and let me tell you something, they're watching videos like Yahoo, Lil Nas X, however you say his name, I don't even know, little nasty dude, who's literally having, he is he is simulating uh anal sex with Satan in his video. I'm sorry if that just defiled you, but it is exactly what's happening. And it's all over the internet and your children have undoubtedly already seen that. You have other, uh, you have woman of the year, uh, Cardi, Cardi B. I always get her and Nicki Minaj confused. Sorry. Um, Cardi B, who is a rapper, um, stripper, stripper, former stripper, current, I don't know. 
uh, that comes out of that world. And hey, you know, again, many people in that world have been trafficked into that world or they're being trafficked now. So there's no judgment on my part. I mean, I come from a world of strippers. So I listen. Um, and I mean that quite literally. So also, um, I come from the entertainment world. So, and no, I was never a stripper before y'all get some wild ideas. I can see my emails blowing up now. No, that was not me. Although try dating a black guy in the South who ultimately became my husband, who was an athlete (laughs) looking the way I did in my (laughs) twenties and we always got either I'm a Hooters girl or I'm a stripper. Yeah. That's, you know, because we're so three-dimensional that way here in the South. And we're just, we still haven't evolved by the way, but a lot of women, you know, some women choose to do that because they're trying to make money through college or whatever. Now you got only fans and all kinds of ways of prostituting yourself. And it's all still very, um, it's all still very disgusting. It is uh, very wicked. It is anti-Christ because it's anti-love. Some of y'all are waiting for the anti-Christ to ascend, you know, from, I don't know, the music awards or, you know, or, or the next Cardi B uh, or this Nas character, um, you know, their videos. And, and honestly, the Antichrist spirit was in the earth with Jesus. He said that. It's already in the earth. It's a spirit. But the person who has embodied it apparently is not, you know, staked his claim yet. I don't know. That's all a bunch of dispensational speak and theological stuff I'm not going to get into tonight. But... I will say that you can look around. You can listen to this conversation. 38 to $50 billion industry. Trafficking our children. See, we use words like trafficking, and you've got people like Cardi B with videos and Song of the Year called WAP. If you don't know what that is, I'm not going to defile you with describing it. I'm I'm not going to spell out the acronym. I'm going to let you go look it up for yourself. Your children have already been privy to that. And when I'm telling you your children, this is another way they traffic our kids is through music and entertainment, through their ears and their eye gates. And so parents, I want to empower you that Craig gave you the best advice you could ever receive as a parent to embolden you and empower you and to remind you of what's the number one word I've been talking about for the past few months, kids, jurisdiction. Your jurisdiction is all over your kids' lives. You are the God-given, ordained authority in that child's life. I don't give a rat's behind how old they are until they are married this was my, um, this was my way, uh, the, this was my constitution of my family. You can ask my daughter, which is why when my son-in-law came to me to ask me for her hand, I was like, okay, something you need to know is that until you <laughs> take receipt of my daughter, I will have a say so in her life because I'm the one who's been entrusted with her. I've been entrusted with her ear gates and her eye gates and her little heart and her soul and her body. I've been entrusted to protect her life, beginning with her mind and her will and her emotions, right? As she's evolved, she has her own will. She has her own mind about things, and her emotions are things that she contends with like every other woman on the planet. So 
but it was my jurisdiction as her parent. And I hate the fact that I have to remind you of this because the world has done such an, an amazing job of convincing you that you don't have jurisdiction over your children. But here's how I know that a lot of you understand jurisdiction because those two young animals who took down that that poor man driving for Uber Eats in DC the the, the Pakistani gentleman who was more than likely a father and a husband, a family man, right? Earning extra money for his family. And undoubtedly, you all said they should be charged as adults for killing that man, murdering him in his car to try to carjack him while he was driving for Uber Eats. I know you've seen it. It's all over the interwebs. And most of you said not only should they be charged as adults, but their their parents should be charged. Now, if that is the measure by which you're going to judge another parent, it is incumbent upon you to look in your own mirrors about how you are operating in the jurisdiction of your own kids' lives. And your little babies and Johnnies and Susies may not be out there with the other kids carjacking and murdering and maiming and gangbanging and trafficking each other. They may not be out there bumping to, you know, WAP and crazy stuff with Satan in their music videos. Your kids may be straight-A students or, you know, go to the private schools or are all buttoned up and, you know, are the closet weekend freaks that you just don't know about, right? They never drink and they never cuss. They never do anything. Well, let me tell you something. Your babies are all up to something because everybody's babies are. And it is incumbent upon you. It is your jurisdiction to ensure that what's going into those souls, into those ear gates and eye gates, is godliness. We have zero, zero, and I mean less than zero, right, to blame legislators and people that we elect and sick, psychotic, diabolical international globalist psychopaths, sociopaths. I mean, I could go on and on demonics, right? If we're not going to start with our own jurisdiction with our own children. And if your child is going to bed at night with their cell phone, you're failing. I'm just going to put that out there. You're failing. You can think what you want. You can unsubscribe from my channel. You know, I don't care. You're always welcome back. My door is open. But I'm not going to fight with you on this. It is what it is. Because I receive your letters about what do we do about these horrible world leaders? What do we do about the condition of the country? And, and what you do is literally sleeping probably, I don't know, 100 feet from your bedroom. That's where it starts. It actually starts in your own bathroom mirror. But it starts with your children. If you want to have a country for these children and your grandchildren and great-grandchildren and you're so legacy-minded, then your legacy needs to begin with a technology that's in their hands. That is incumbent upon you. You cannot complain about the state of this country and about all this child trafficking if you're not going to start in your own homes by protecting your own children and your grandchildren. Now, for I know I have a lot of grandparents who listen to my show. And you've got some crazy kids who are just liberally minded and let their kids, you know, they're all, what, what, what do we call them? 
they're in the, they're the timeout parents. I wish somebody would have tried to pull a timeout on my daughter. I was like, or my life for God's sakes, we're out there picking hickory switches. So, uh, uh-uh, we didn't play timeout. My daughter would have laughed at me if I'd put her in timeout. She'd have been like, all right, mama board. What's next? So no, <laughs> what, what are we doing? But some of you grandparents are held hostage by your own kids and the way they discipline their children. And here's what y'all need to do. You need to lay down the law. You guys are still part of the greatest generation ever. And some of you are scared to death of your own grandchildren and your own children. What is that? You're the elder. You cannot go to church on Sunday and talk to me about waiting for the glory of Jesus to arrive. He's going to descend from the clouds. We all going to go with him. You cannot tell me that stuff. And not have jurisdiction in your own homes. I'm sorry. It it doesn't add up. God gave us dominion over this earth. And he gave us order. And our children are our jurisdiction. Our grandchildren are our jurisdiction. When your grandbabies come to your house, maybe what you do is if you spend time with them, telling them stories, make it entertaining, get up and bake and do something, go outside and throw a ball You know, put them up on your lap and, I don't know, play with trains. I mean, do stuff that you've always done. But the phones go in a box when everybody goes to bed. or they And they darn sure are going to go in a box. You sit at my dining room table. You can ask my daughter that now. I don't care how old she is. You do not come to my table and pull out a cell phone. It's not going to end well for you. I will embarrass you in front of everyone at the table because that's my jurisdiction. And if I spent time to cook a meal to feed your butt, and you're going to sit down and pull out a phone at my table, you can leave. And I say that with love, but I know my jurisdiction. And you need to know yours. This country is your jurisdiction, America. Your homes are your jurisdiction. We have wolves feeding off of our children and children coming across that border. And y'all better be ready. For the fallout of these children. I'm here to tell you nothing changed my life. Like spending a week with an anti-gang task force. Watching video upon video upon video upon video. On a state level. I mean these guys came from all over. Watching videos of what cartels do. To our children. And I don't care what country they come from. Those are our children. Those two girls that murdered that Pakistani man trying to earn extra money for, through Uber Eats, those are our children. And until we get a better understanding of what that means from a godly perspective, we're failing. We are feeding the 38 to $50 billion industry. Now, I know I've upset some of you, but for those of you who can, who have a teachable spirit, who understand the heart of a father, meaning our father, God, I don't speak on my own authority. I try not to do that until you know I'm getting over my sassy pants and I get into my personality. But when I'm talking about things like jurisdiction, that's God stuff. That's right there in your Bible that only 3% of you read. And I'm not here to shame you about that. I'm just telling you, you'd be a lot further down the field if you knew what was in those pages. Because guess what's there? Your freedom. You want to end sex trafficking? Start on those pages. 
Start protecting your babies. Start honoring their lives and their souls according to the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. Get out here and fight on behalf of these other children who don't have anyone fighting for them. Support people like Craig Sawyer and Vets for Child Rescue and and efforts bringing awareness, right? This man took an oath to our Constitution, swore to uphold that Constitution, gave his life, is still giving his life to uphold that Constitution. And for people who believe the Constitution is nothing more than toilet paper uh, in this day and age, and they're, and they're actually acting like it all over the nation, for those of you listening to my show, I know you know what that paper's worth. And I know you know who wrote it. And I know you know who authored it. So I didn't plan on getting into this level of the conversation tonight. I really wanted to talk to you guys about, you know, I've gotten a lot of emails recently. I'm just now catching up on um, emails. And thank you all so much for your patience. I love, 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 love you. I just love you. I love that you feel comfortable enough to be transparent with me, to share. I mean, you bear your souls with me in your emails. I mean, I listen, that, that is, I do not take that lightly. I just don't. It means the world to me. And even those of you who don't agree with me, I'm totally fine with that. You know, you cause me to stretch and I like it. You're iron sharpening iron and some of you are just ridiculous and that's fine too. Whatever, bring it. I don't care. I'm not offended. I'm really not offended by that stuff because it's too important. You're too important. Your babies, our babies are too important. God is coming back. Jesus came to establish his kingdom in this earth. And guess what else it says? He's coming back for it. And when he comes back and finds a generation or two of our babies who have been molested and raped and sodomized and things have been done to their bodies that have literally murdered their souls that he is returning for, and that only he can repair at that level, at that point in time. He's going to hold us responsible for not defending the cause of the weak and the innocent and the widow and the orphan. And these babies coming across that border, you may not like it. And it may be, it may in fact be an invasion, but those babies need a place of refuge. It is incumbent upon us to guard our hearts above all things. And whenever these children come to be put back together, you better be standing there with something other than a monthly check and offering them just a place to hide. You better have the liberating gospel of Jesus Christ that can help put these souls back together. So I wanted to go over some things tonight. Many of you have asked me about how to get involved uh, locally. You're, you're, you're excited. You're pissed. You're ready. <laughs> uh, you know, fire, wind me up. Well, like Craig and I just discussed, you get down on your knees first. And I don't say that flippantly, flippantly at all. I say that because God has wired you specifically with gifts. Get into your Bible and read about the spiritual gifts, okay? Because the Bible says that your gifts will make room for you. Some of you are trying to fit in. You're trying to get in where you don't fit in, and it's frustrating, and you've been rejected, 
Uh, you've been pushed out. You've been abandoned on the battlefield of churches, organizations, uh, political parties, uh, county, you know, uh, activities as it pertains to your political parties. And I, I want to encourage you that God has wired you with gifts. Okay, you could have the gift of administration. It could be a gift of hospitality. You could have a gift of exhortation, edification, faith, prayer. I mean, you you know, just get in the word. It's got all kinds of gifts in there. I'm not talking about your talents. But you can start with your spiritual gifts because they'll make room for you. And if you want to take this country back and you want God's jurisdiction to reign in this country through you, y'all keep waiting for Jesus to descend, and God's up there going, hello, I live in you. I know you think your buildings that you keep building are where it's at, and you think by adding more people to your buildings that I'm actually adding to my church daily, but all that stuff is man-made. He doesn't need a building. Have you seen the people in Ethiopia who are as excited as Craig was talking about? Have you seen people in different countries in Africa who literally, I mean, they are so poor, they can't even rub, they can't make a dirt sandwich. And you say the name Jesus, honey, and those eyes light up and they are just glory. I mean, it's like, wow, we could use some of that faith, right? So we're busy out here building things of man. And I want to encourage you that I don't care if you don't think you have the gift of gab, if you if you hate public speaking, or you know, you're scared to death of being ousted from something that you don't understand. Moses couldn't even speak without stuttering. God was like, you better get up there and say something. I'm, you better tell him I am who I said I am. And he did. And look what that led to. And he had Aaron for help. God's not going to leave you hanging, baby. He's just not going to leave you hanging. So some of y'all know you've been called to something. Start with your gifts, your talents. The GOP could use, and I'm not talking about the establishment, but I'm talking about some of your counties that you want to get involved in. They need people like you. They don't have your skill set. They don't have your gifts. And some people are filling those positions who had no business being there to begin with. And they're just like stale bread. They just need to, they're like dust, crusty dust. They just need to be blown on out and someone new come in, right? And God's just waiting to clean up these houses that y'all keep complaining about, but he's waiting on you to do it. So start with your spiritual gifts and your talents. Whatever you do in your profession, you could take it out into the, uh, into the political landscape, Get involved. Maybe it's in, in ask, you know, what's your heart's desire? What are you passionate about? Don't try to get involved in something you hate, you can't stand, you don't really understand. If, if you don't understand numbers, then you don't speak the language of numbers, then speak language. You know, get involved in something else other than numbers as it pertains to parties and uh, in your board of education, maybe, you know, your school boards, rather, um, your county commissions, Maybe you can go and take notes and then notify people in your respective communities of what's really going on over there. Give them your perspective. Just show up. Maybe you're supposed to run for office. I don't know. Show up with your ideas. Share your ideas. Not everything has to be adversarial. Someone said to me today, how do I know if my county commission, my county commissioners, you know, that they're not, they don't allow us in Tennessee to, you know, they're not run on partisanship, right, on, on, based on parties. I was like, that's okay. 
I mean, first of all, it's super easy. You can practice what the Chinese do through the spy network of Facebook and get on there and find out anything you want to know about anybody. People tell you everything you want to know. Look who they're taking pictures with. Get on there and look up disclosures, things that they've and things that they've contributed to. This is super easy stuff. We're in like the information age of from hell, literally. So get out there and do some research on your own. But here's the deal. Not every Democrat is of the devil. And not every Republican is of God. I'm just here to tell you. Don't believe me? You should watch my my segment I did with Stu Peters today. Huh. That'll blow your mind about the state of Georgia. And you just heard what I said to Craig about Republicans in the state of Georgia blocking efforts to provide civil remedy for adult victims of childhood sexual abuse. Those were Republicans, not Democrats, who stood in the way of that and still stand in the way of it. (laughs) So unless something passed this session, I'm unaware of, but I'm sure I would have been made aware of it. So not everything has to be adversarial. There are some people... Uh, with a D next to their name, they were still doing some pretty cool things for their for their uh, respective communities. Not not all of them voted for Joe Biden, by the way. A lot of Democrats on the DL voted for President Trump. Why? Because promises made, promises kept. So I want to encourage you that even if you recognize that someone is not a friendly. The art of diplomacy is part of the Christian vernacular, being as wise as a serpent and as gentle as a dove. And I'm, and obviously, I've not mastered it. <laughs> so uh, and that's also par- part of my personality and part of why most of you love me, because you feel like, and you tell me at least, that you know I say things that you wish that you could. And I and it's usually just because I call it as I see it. And then sometimes I have to remind myself of exactly what I'm telling you guys because I don't want to be a hypocrite. That not everything has to be adversarial. And I can work with someone that I do not see eye to eye on on every single issue. That healing has got to start. It has to start. So I want to encourage you to get out there and poach a few Democrats right now because they're vulnerable. And they're like political refugees. And they care about our babies on the border. Don't let all this brouhaha of the mainstream media fool you or the lack of coverage or, you know, the Biden sham uh, administration sending, um, you know, uh, staffers to the border to intercept uh, Senator Cruz in his efforts to, you know, to document what's really going on. It's horrible how these people are being just corralled into these rooms of God only knows what. Uh, Like Craig talked about, all kinds of diseases coming over. I mean, it's just, it is inhumane what is happening. And there are a lot of Democrats who feel the same way. So I want to encourage you to try to find people who have a heart for life and for love and for liberty. And I want you to use your God-given jurisdiction and your God-given authority And get out there and be the change that you keep looking for. All right? I love you. Thanks for joining us today. Loved having Craig on. Great man. Great daddy and husband. Make sure you go to Contraland and uh, ContralandMovie.com, I believe he said, and watch that. It's good. It's good. And And it'll move your heart to make some decisions for your own family and take your jurisdictions back. All right? Until tomorrow, God willing, and the creek don't rise and all that other stuff. Be good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror. And remember, 
If you're an American, act like one. 